0: Hi there! I'm Caitlin Daly-Gonzalez, Education Director for the New Haven Symphony Orchestra, and you're listening to Listen Up, the podcast series that shows you how to get more out of the music you love. On each episode this season, we're taking a deeper look at how emotions are expressed in music. In 2009, famous singer Bobby McFerrin spoke at the World Science Fair on a panel called Notes and Neurons in search of the common chorus. The neuroscientists on the panel giggled and laughed in joy as they watched McFarren jump around on stage, teaching the audience a note or two, and then watching in amazement as the audience picked up on new notes without McFarren teaching them those notes. McFarren was then able to create a simple little duet with the audience. Take a listen. So what's so important about those five notes? When they're combined, they make up the pentatonic scale. We talked about this scale back in season two and played some examples from across the globe because it's one of the most widely used patterns of notes across cultures and history. Let's get a quick refresh on our pentatonic scale knowledge. The scale only has five notes, and you can hear it anywhere from American Pop. Wake up, Maggie, I think i got something to say to you. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. I know I keep you amused, but I feel I'm being to traditional Irish folk music, to traditional Chinese folk music, To Western classical art music. So, why are we talking about this scale again? Well, since this season we're all about emotions, I'm curious to know how did that scale make you feel? Did you notice yourself feeling a bit more tranquil? A little bit calmer? Breathing slows, muscles relax, and you have the serenity to face the world. That's because the pentatonic scale also happens to be a great way to relax, and there is science to back this up. A 2011 study found that when physicians played music using pentatonic scales for low birth weight babies, the baby's stress cortisol levels were reduced. In fact, that stress level stayed low even when they re-measured after four hours. This study, and my love of pentatonic scales, made me wonder, what else goes into music that makes us feel calm and peaceful? And furthermore, do all cultures experience calming music the same way? There have been lots of scientific studies done on the state of heart rate and music. Many of them focus on musical beats per minute, or BPM. As we learned in seasons one and two of this podcast, the more beats per minute a song has, the faster it is. Most of these studies agree that songs with a lower BPM, between 50 and 80 beats per minute, calm and relax us. This makes sense since it matches our average resting heart rate, which for most humans is typically 60 to 85. Listeners, this will not come as a surprise. I love brainwaves. There are five basic types of brainwaves gamma, which are present when we're in problem solving mode and deeply focusing on work, beta, which are kind of like our normal I'm-awake brainwaves when we're just going about our daily lives, alpha, which would be like us watching TV or another passive behavior in a relaxed state, theta, present when we're meditating or sort of drowsy, and finally delta, which are only present in deep sleep. Now check this out. Tibetan singing bowls have been used for centuries by monks for many different purposes. The bowls are made from different combinations of metals, and are played by striking a wooden beater against the rim of the bowl, which produces a tone. Take a listen. You know what's incredible? The sound waves that come off of Tibetan singing bowls are literally alpha waves. The actual sound waves coming from the instruments are already in a form that promotes relaxation. Your brain doesn't even have to do any work in creating its own alpha waves. This is why the bowls are so useful with meditation, relaxation, and promotion of pain relief. So we've got the scientific backing of brain waves and heart rates that help explain why some music is just so calm and relaxing for us. Now let's turn to a particular type of music that has been used across centuries and cultures worldwide to promote peacefulness, introspection, and inner calm. Chanting. Chanting can be found in cultures all across the world. There are Gregorian chants from early Catholicism. There's Hawaiian melee. There are West African chants detailing a specific lineage. And Makams called across different Muslim communities. Chants can be sung by one or more people, all at once or call-and-response style, and with melody or without it. The words can be secular or religious, and some have rhythmic pulses and some don't. Chant is an all-encompassing term that simply means reciting words in some sort of stylized way. So how does this translate into the science that we've learned already? It has to do with those brainwaves again. Almost all of the chanting research done in neuroscience focuses specifically on religious chanting, which generally, though not always, is attempting to either tap into the relationship between yourself and a higher power or help the listener reflect on a specific repetitive message, like a mantra. In Sufism, a subsect of Islam, There's a sacred ritual involving a type of dance known in the Western world as whirling dervishes. These dancers spin in counterclockwise circles with eyes closed, heads tilted, and arms out for what can be a very extended period of time. With this dancing, there can be music played. In this song, called Bismillah ar-Rahman, the BPM clocks in at about 73. Bismillah is an Arabic phrase meaning in the name of God, And the word repeats itself after phrases like, in the morning when we wake, or with every step we take. This specific recording is performed in Turkey, with the dervishes twirling for the entire time. It's often performed back-to-back with other songs while the whirling takes place. I'll play this for a full 30 seconds so you can get into the experience. Did you feel your heartbeat slow or steady at all? I always find myself entranced by this music, which is exactly what it was intending to do. Study after study shows that these types of chants help create either alpha or theta waves in our brains, which helps us slow our heart rate and become more meditative. And besides being meditative, the health benefits are off the charts. Multiple studies have been done with differing types of chanting music in hospitals before operations and... Much like the earlier study mentioned with pentatonic scales and babies with low birth weights, the amount of pain medications needed and overall stress levels were drastically reduced in patients post-operation. Who knew that brainwaves were so important? So what becomes of music that is written with this science in mind? In 2012, a UK band named Marconi Station wrote a song called Weightless. What was so fascinating about this one song is that the band worked with different music therapists, specifically with the goal of reducing stress and promoting relaxation. The therapist advised the band on things like the BPM, harmonies, rhythms, and bass lines, all the things that would be best for their patients. The song starts at 60 BPM, but is down to 50 by the end of the song, and has been proven to reduce stress by 65% in its listeners. Take a listen to a section of it. It's got relaxing waves that promote alpha and theta waves in your brain, a quiet, barely there pulse that slows throughout the song, and resonant and soothing timbres or sound textures. So as you find yourself wanting to relax in the coming months and years, check in with these ideas. You might find some of them in your favorite music and solve the mystery of why they always seem to put you at ease. Listen Up is produced by the New Haven Symphony Orchestra and hosted by me, NHSO Education Director Caitlin Daly Gonzalez. Season three of Listen Up is sponsored by Frontier Communications. Our producer is Katie Bonner Russo. Our recording engineer and editor is Keith Stryaby. Our research assistant is Dr. Sasha Peiser. To learn more about the New Haven Symphony Orchestra's concerts and award winning education programs, including free quizzes for teachers to use with this podcast, Visit newhavensymphony.org. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. I know I keep you amused, but I.